The body shapes our interaction with others and with the world around us in ways we will probably never completely understand. As in any miracle, chase the causation back far enough, and eventually you'll find yourself irrepressibly singing in praise of the marvelous goodness of God's creation. The more you look, the more mysterious and wondrous the body becomes. And as the ancients knew, wonder almost always precedes understanding. Bodies on Parade In the rest of this book, I want to examine the role the physical body plays in our spiritual, social, and ecclesiastical lives by exploring the shape our bodies should take in response to the love that God demonstrates to us through the person of Jesus Christ. Grace has a shape, and that shape is Jesus. My question is how that grace shapes our arms and legs, our skin and other organs. My goal is to explore, to raise questions and provoke the reader, and to propose a path for living in the body in our late modern world. I have no pretension that I will persuade every reader, but my hope is to engage in a thoughtful, deliberate examination of the body from a distinctly evangelical perspective. My plan is to make much of Jesus and His work for us, and to help those who wish to know Him more deeply bring their entire lives under His care and love. To the structure, then. After an introductory chapter, I'll examine evangelicalism's understanding of the physical body in relationship to the world around it. It is popular to dismiss most of mainstream evangelicalism as Gnostic, or as subtly despising the body. I will tentatively propose that evangelical attitudes toward the body are somewhat more complex than that. In chapter 3, I want to examine what the body is. What the body is shapes what the body does, so a careful treatment of the nature of the body is important for understanding how we should live in it. In the fourth chapter, I examine the body as it relates to other people and to creation. In chapter 5, I go the other direction and address how the world shapes our bodies. We are, in some sense, products of our environment, and the same is true of the body. My goal is to explore that difficult relationship. In chapter 6, I highlight one dimension of the body that I think signifies a real generational difference in evangelicalism, tattoos. Their enormous popularity among younger people is significant, and my goal is to unpack precisely what makes tattoos in our contemporary world an interesting development. It is impossible to talk about the body without talking about one of the main areas where our bodies matter, our sexual lives. In chapter 7, I approach the question generally by exploring what a sexuality that takes cues from Jesus might look like. In chapter 8, I raise the difficult and sensitive question of homosexuality within the church. I understand the dangers of blowing the question out of proportion, which I do not want to do, by devoting a whole chapter to it. However, certain questions are unavoidable, and the degree of difficulty merits patience and thoroughness in a way other issues might not. In chapter 9, I attempt to show how the fact that our bodies will someday die shapes how we live. Death is not a pleasant topic to include in a book, 
but it seems impossible to discuss the body without addressing the body's end. Finally, I turn to the body as the place where we respond to the presence of God, both in an individual context, chapter 9, and a corporate context, chapter 10.